consider anew, the daily micro-podcast that invites you to discover something new or see a familiar thing in a new way. On each episode, I share a quote that I think is interesting or important. I share why it resonated with me and why I think it's especially relevant today. And then I invite you to see how any of this hits you, how any of it might be valuable in your world. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Crawford. Welcome. Greetings, Earthlings. Hello. Thank you for being here. Today is January 27th, 2021. I hope you are staying safe uh, and that you are doing well. Today's quote comes from Sunana Chand and the Reinvention Lab, the folks at TFA, uh, recently put out a report of sorts, a, a brief, a white paper, not sure exactly what they'd call it, uh, but the title is Learning Horizons, What Equity-Centered Radical Learning Innovators Are Showing Us About Where Learning Is Headed. Uh, and this is, uh, it's, it is amazing uh, and insightful, and I think a super valuable piece for people in education, school leaders, teachers, uh, superintendents, um, to really take stock of what's out there and how you can begin to think differently about going back to school in a remote way, in a hybrid way, or an in-person way, and and what there is to learn and how we can apply new lessons uh, to new circumstances. The quote for today comes from page 15 of that paper, uh, and it goes like this. We can't go back to young people being bored out of their minds for eight hours a day, being lectured at instead of co-constructing their learning. We can't go back to oppressive and racist pedagogical practices in schools. We can't go back to a world in which young people feel like they have no power and are the least valued and least heard stakeholders in a system that is supposedly built for them. There are different ways of learning. Let's test them now and not abandon them post-pandemic. Now this quote has me thinking about a handful of things. First and foremost, this idea that we can't go back. There is no going back to, to how we were. There is no back to normal. I think that you know, too much wasn't right about what was normal and what was in the past. There was too much disengagement, too much alienation. Uh, it just wasn't working for too many people and too many young people in particular. There, and there are also too many examples of equitable, humane, empowering approaches to learning in school uh, for them to be ignored. We, we really need to learn from what's working. Um, and by working, I mean those practices and structures that treat young people and, and adults uh, with dignity, with respect, that meet them where they are, both in their communities and in their cultures, and lift up their interests and aspirations. Uh, I think an education system that does that is one that serves the person, the community, the society, and uh, we we got to head there. We got to head there now. Um, and I think we've already burned so much daylight uh, in terms of education and education reform kind of in mass, um, and the lessons are available. There are those examples. There are, um, the, you know, the, the report uh, that this quote comes from has countless of examples of after-school programs and charter schools uh, and traditional public schools, a range of different 
learning contexts and the different lessons that can be learned there can be taken and applied pretty much wherever you are. Uh, and we got to do that. Um, we have to create better for young people um, and we have to create better for the societies that we're living in. Uh, and so I want to leave you with two resources. First is a great post, uh, blog post by Hugh Vasquez of the National Equity Project. It's called, What If We Don't Return to School as Usual? Uh, and it, in it, he talks about this, the importance of kind of embracing being disturbed um, and you know, sort of embracing discomfort um, it, because that always accompanies trying new things and change. Um, he talks about repurposing leadership and ultimately taking action towards making things better, not just paying lip service to ideas that could work, but actually taking steps in your school, in your district, uh, to make things better. And the second resource that I'd love to leave you with is called Designing Equitable Learning. Uh, and it is a webinar series hosted by Fielding International. Uh, and in it, they have some big-time speakers, rock stars in in equity, in education, people like, I'm going to read a list here. So uh, the first session included Caleb Rashad and Carla Vigil. The second session includes uh, Tony Simmons and Michael Lipset. And then the third session includes Carlos Moreno and Alexis Gwynn Miller. And if you don't know who those folks are, do a little research, check out the show notes, you will be blown away. And if you do know who those people are, then you already know uh, that it is worth your time uh, to to make time for those sessions. So I'll leave you with those. Check them out. And that's it. Thanks so much. That wraps this episode of Consider Anew. Check out the show notes for links and other details. And if you liked what you heard and you're willing to help the podcast out, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And if there's someone in your world who you think might appreciate this episode, do them a favor and send it their way. Thanks to Michael Lipset of Past Health Stories for thought partnership. And thanks to you for tuning in. As always, I'd love to hear from you. Say hello on Twitter. I'm at MJCraw. And connect with me at www.mjcraw.com. And until next time, consider anew. Thank <laughs> you.